This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Welcome to my basement, everybody! Hello, Victor Lucas! Hello! Hi, everybody! It's a great Friday. Nintendo it sent is. us Amiibos. <laughs> Our Amiibo Friday! Um, can we make that? Can, we, can they be Amiibo Friday? Yeah, let's make that a thing. I, Amiibo I would Friday. Like to have Amiibo Fridays. Nintendo, if you're watching. You just want. Toy Fridays. I really want toys sent to us. How do we do that? All the time. Okay, that's just us being super toys. spoiled. Don't, it's yes. fine. We, we are happy with what we have, of course, but we always You're want more. With what, okay. I, please send toys. There's no more room on the shelves here, no, Victor Lucas. I, you know this. I know. Take I know. this off. Um, first of all, I need to talk to you about something. Okay. You didn't Did see I do anything. Bad? Yeah. Okay. You didn't notice my Blue Jays jersey. I did. Okay, fine. You're rocking it. Uh, well, you know, spring, fans. spring training has begun. Okay. The Blue Jays are looking spicy, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah? What does explain spicy? Why? Uh, well, I, okay. There's a new player on the team who is a top prospect. <laughs> is it Mr. Wolf? Mr. Norris. Okay, all right. And, well, he could be because he, before he came to spring training, had this massive beard. He's a 21-year-old dude with, like, this huge, like, mountain man beard. Okay. Just the fact that he can grow it is, you know... Amazing is, to is me. Is this the dude that uh, doesn't... Lives in, his, lives in his van? Yeah. Yeah. I just saw an article yeah. on this guy. <laughs> yeah. He's the real deal, He's right? The real he deal. just likes to travel through He's North America. He's a minimalist, yeah. I think that's wonderful. Isn't it great? Yeah. He's totally cool. What a he, Absolutely. I'm excited I, about Although him. I could never be him because Toy Friday is <laughs> Amiibo! Speaking of uh, yes, minimalist I know. <laughs> toys. Yeah, he probably doesn't have an Amiibo collection. Uh, but he's I a good player, too. Uh, well, he's yet to be proven, but he was the Blue Jays' top prospect. You just like his beard. Well, it's not there anymore, but I know he can grow it, and that's wonderful. Okay. You're a, you're a beard lady. I'm kind of a beard perv, actually, a little really? bit. Really? Okay. I'm, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that I, right. I am actually a little pervy. I, yeah. I always blame you guys for being pervs, but I'm also pervy when it comes to certain things How about am I guys. I perv? I don't... Well, okay, you're the perv least... over okay, beards. Okay, so you're not... I mean, I've met a lot of men in my life. You're probably the least pervy man I've okay. ever met. Good. Okay. That's a compliment. All right. Okay. Uh, but most, I mean, most men, there's, there's, I mean, we're all kind of pervs, right? We, yeah, we think about sex. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yes. That's, we're supposed to, right? I don't know if Peach does. Look how dainty she, she is. She is. So you got Peach, the princess. The princess Peach. Are they symbolic? Is there any, any kind of connection or symbolism with the uh, amiibos that we were gifted? Because um, I'm Yoshi. <laughs> Am I Yoshi? Is that is that what Nintendo is is suggesting? Did Scott get DK? Scott got nothing. Okay. Scott Scott, Scott and his Scott uh, and his very nothing. vocal sort of uh, disinterest in Amiibo. Nintendo went, yeah, we don't need to send the big guy. Although he would get Donkey Kong if he, he if he, he got one. He probably. is our he is our DK. I think I gave him a Donkey Kong. Yeah. Actually. I did, well, he's yeah. got I don't know. Yeah. He's got that DK look. I don't yeah. know how else to describe. Scott Especially when he drives a, a car. Because he, he, he always looks like he's in a Mario Kart. Doesn't matter oh. how big the car is. Oh, because he's or, not like cool about it. He's like... Well, he's also big. Yeah, he's Any a big of these guy. big guys. It looks like, like he's going to pop his head out of the sunroof and just drive right. it like a Mario Kart. It's true. They yeah. are very... Uh, 
big and bulky and kind of clunky behind the wheel in Mario Kart. Speaking of, you had a Mario Kart tournament oh recently. My God. We didn't even talk about that no, on Vic's yeah, basement. No, thank God. You, oh, I'm was sorry. That we, don't last want, week? we don't want to talk about when it. Was it was that? two weeks ago. What's happening? All of these weeks are blurring together so fast. It, yeah, well, we don't need to talk about it if you don't want. I was completely embarrassed. Okay, were I was, you? Yeah, I was completely, oh, thoroughly thrashed and trashed. I mean, there were some, <laughs> some ringers in there who had obviously been practicing, who grew up yes. with this thing, never stopped playing it. Yeah. I liked it when I played it, but I really had a hard time playing well, it again. it wasn't your game and it wasn't your Mario Kart. Uh-uh, no. So yeah. I played it and uh, Greg Miller, too, was the guy that I was uh, I was uh, playing with. It ultimately ended up that he and I were the two worst of the Mario Kart I know. Drivers. How did that work out? <laughs> well, it's because we, we prefer the new Mario. I'll tell you why that was. Yeah. Because maybe some of you watched the stream where I was completely uh, <laughs> humiliated. Uh, but it, the reason why Greg and I were the worst is because we've been playing everything for a long time, right? I mean, we get yeah. we get all the games and then we move on to the next game. That's what the job is. We it play is, all the right. new stuff. We stay on top of it. It's I don't go true. back and hook up my N64 often and yeah. play Mario Kart, and I should have so for you, this. You're you're like a jack of all games, but a master of none. Yeah, and I used to be pretty good at that game, but yeah. uh, that was a long time ago. It's my least favorite Mario Kart. I, I've said it before. I think it's really sloppy coding. It was Nintendo's first foray into 3D polygon right. uh, Mario Kart, and it was mm -hmm. sloppy and weird and... Uh, I mean, there was this one section both Greg and I were getting totally hammered on. I think it's in the DK jungle level, and we're yeah. and we're trying to get on this on this ramp. And I went off to the side. And I went ah no turn, and, and it takes so long to back turn. up. And so and I then, backed up and I went on the other side. Yeah, and everybody's whipping by. I got lapped twice. That was and then yeah, Greg did the thing. Same that wasn't thing. a great moment. But uh, and then Brutal. I thought that you were going to then I thought that you were going to pass Greg because he did the same thing. Yeah. He ran into the wall too. But no, but it was. But it, I mean, it was, it was a good fun. time. It, it was, was fun. fun. I have to. I don't know if you saw this, but no. somebody caught me on tape at the um, uh, at the you, event. Were you hiding your head in shame? No, I don't no. Know. It was no. before you guys started playing, and okay. I didn't realize the camera was on me. Okay. I thought the camera was behind me, which it was, but I didn't realize there was a second one in front of the tray of cupcakes. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> is there no. shots of that? No. no what but is it? it was me. So it's me doing my. Okay, because I'm a little weirdo, yeah. and I before I eat any dessert, I kind of talk to myself first. Like, should I should I have it? Maybe I shouldn't have no it. No way. I have, yeah, I don't know. Like, so it's like me talking to myself about the dessert, and then going for it. And when I go for it, I like reach over the whole tray to get the DK one because I want that one. So it's just so funny to see. And I I um, responded to the tweet because somebody found it. Shut up. And they posted a clip of it or a photo. No way. They posted just that clip. Somebody yeah. please create the uh, the uh, inner monologue of Marissa deciding whether she's going to eat and and repost that please but we will see, rt the hell out no, of that please do that know, you wouldn't know that i was talking to myself until i just told you right now because it looks like i'm talking to someone like it looks like i'm actually oh please i have to see this and please somebody so oh my god that's incredible Anyway, it's kind of embarrassing, but That's I'm awesome. I'm happy. I love when people are caught on tape. It was a very <laughs> candid moment, and the fact that it was me. The only thing it's missing is me actually eating it in front of the camera. That would have made it even better. But, oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, that actually happened to me at the event. So we were so, both embarrassed. Yeah, embarrassed. <laughs> Thanks, Cooper and Danny, for putting on this thing that put us in the spotlight and embarrassed the hell out of us. No, but right. it was for uh, BC Children's Hospital, and it was yeah. a good time and it was a good cause. And I know there's more in the works, and I, I love those guys. They're really cool and ambitious and yeah. funny and did it a good job uh, hosting Definitely. the stream and doing all the commentating. And, yeah, we want to be involved in more of that stuff, for and sure. I, th I think we will. 
for yeah. sure. But there's been a ton going on. We've already shipped two episodes or two uh, weeks of episodes. For EP Daily. Yep. Our, yeah. our, uh, our new team, our smaller team. But uh, I think the shows have been very cool and yeah. very fun. And we've been getting a lot of feedback from everybody about the format with half reviews and half EP type content. Yeah. A lot of people missing the rundown. Yeah. We're happy to announce that starting Monday... Back. The rundown is back. back. Yes. And the reason why it's been missing is because we've been sitting on quite a bit of content that we've yes. been shooting from the back end of 2014 and uh, early 2015. So yeah. we wanted to start just run a lot of those segments and get all of that stuff as we got back to speed because yes. there's 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 fewer of us right now, you know. So we it's a new format for the rundown. Yes, it is. Um, it's going to be three smaller stories, yep. and then we're going to have a quick discussion about the stories and what we personally think about them yeah. right after, so there'll be some dialogue. Yeah, and I think what, that's what we're seeing with this year with EP, because we don't have two daily half-hour shows and the size of team and the, the, the full amount of output that we had you know, last year and the previous year. Yeah. Right now, I mean, we're still sort of building back up. Um, is there's more focus on everything that we're doing. So yeah. we're not just going to be as much of a sprawl across all kinds of content like we have, have been able to do, but I think that should make for some, some tighter half hours and some more fun half hours. The, and these are the best episodes of EP Daily I've ever seen. And really? I'm not just saying that because I'm on it. <laughs> but uh, no, I've been watching EP Daily for a long time, but there have been some segments where it's just like I'm really not into them or yeah. like you, kinda, you, don't, you tune them out. Well, yeah, and but, I think that's the thing when you're doing a daily news magazine is that you, yeah. you open your, your sort of focus a little broader and yeah. wider, and there's a lot of time to fill. Yeah. And uh, when we go, I mean, we lost half of our, our ability to create half of the amount of content, yeah. so now we've got to focus and make tighter stuff and make better choices. That, but and, I love that half the show, even more than half the show sometimes, is reviews. Yeah. Those are so valuable. Yeah. And I love that they're a huge part of the show now. So, and I love that we can tie in a story about the thing that we're reviewing right before the review or just earlier in the episode. That's yeah. so great. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some uh, some new things that we're cooking yeah. and some faces that we're missing that yeah. we're uh, still talking about and talking mm. to and uh, new things to reveal as we keep progressing through the year. I mean, we we've just we've just gotten started i mean we've had yeah. a bit of a reset reboot with uh with ep uh but we're just getting started with the new year and we're excited about all the the things that we have cooking but uh, I, I wanted to just open my yoshi oh is, okay yeah go. we're doing it an amiibo unboxing yeah. right now victor lucas there it um, is because i open all of these i don't know if people don't but i think no, it's crazy no, it's, a, it's the new sculpt too it's them. the uh, it's the super i have the uh the oh, first Yoshi. A, oh, this is a and, different Yoshi. And, and that's a different Peach. And it's a different Peach. Yeah, these are for the Super Mario series. So these are brand new. These are just okay, coming to market I'll open right now. Here. And I like, I like this little Yoshi. He looks like a cookie. <laughs> Doesn't he? He looks like a like marzipan. Don't give me. He does look like marzipan. It's like a marzipan Yoshi. So if anybody right can bake marzipan, there's an idea for you right there. I actually there. have never made marzipan, but I do. Uh, I'm interested. Right. The next avenue will be going down. Um, I sense some marzipan uh, collection will be coming into the office soon. Oh, yes, yeah. very soon. Uh, oh, she's so cute and dainty. She's very dainty. She's got something to say That's awesome. and people to meet. You know what my daughter does when she comes down and hangs out in the, in the basement and plays games or watches me play games? What? She grabs the peach yeah. in one hand and she grabs the Zelda in the other hand Aww. and she just sits there with the two princesses in her hands watching Zelda and she just 
It's so funny, man. She's it's it's so amazing. Cute. And we haven't really been trying to guide her to the princess world at all. No, of course not. It just permeates. And they, it yeah. gets to the little girls. They love all of that stuff, which is cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's Especially cool. as they're, as the females are becoming cooler. Like uh, Supergirl. She right. looks like she might be pretty cool. Segway. Yeah. Segway alert. Woo. Yeah, we just posted the uh, the Supergirl, uh, yep. the image. What's image. her What's her name, Blake? What's the actor's um, name? She was on Whiplash. Um, she's in the Whiplash name. film? She's in Whiplash, oh, okay, yeah. cool. And she was on Glee for oh, a long wow. time. They're getting all the superheroes from Glee now. Yeah. Oh yeah, Melissa Ben. Melissa Benowitz, but the big deal Benoist, about the super there's a couple of cool things that I'm excited about. First of all, we have a female superhero weekly oh, television yeah. show coming to CBS, which is nuts. I just think if there has ever been a way to affirm that, uh, you know, geek interests and and uh, sort of the geek lifestyle is becoming massively adopted and, well, and mainstream. It is. It already has. But now we're on the the old school network of CBS, mm -hmm. we've got a, a brand new superheroine coming with roots and ties to classic uh, DC movie and television show mythology. I Helen really Slater is the, who played the original Supergirl in the movies. Mm -hmm. She's in the show. And Dean Cain. That doesn't mean it's going to be good. No, none of it does. Dean Cain, who was in uh, uh, Lois and Clark, is yeah. in the show and that was Superman is of my generation. and Superman I think is being cast for the show as well. They're going to have a television Superman and all of this stuff is apparently and I don't know if this is fully confirmed yet. I think it is existing in the same universe as Arrow, Flash, and now the new spin-off show, the uh, with Adam and Firestorm and the other superheroes that are going to be in a brand okay, new show. a lot of information to juggle and write around. I know it's awesome though. It's if a, they can make it work with no plot holes, I mean, that Mar would be really cool. Marvel's making it work. Yeah. I mean, Daredevil's coming soon, and uh, I can't wait to start talking about that. But, oh, yeah, uh, Daredevil. Can we say that we're going to No, have... I don't think we can. Why? Can we say anything? I don't think can we, we can say, say anything. Can we say that we're going to... Just keep your eyes peeled on EPNT.TV. But uh, Daredevil and all of the Netflix really Marvel dark. shows are... Um, uh, they're going to be tied right into the whole Marvel universe. So they're in the same universe as Agent Carter and uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That is a lot of managing. That's a lot of micromanaging it's awesome. the stories. And they're part of the movie universe, too. So as these things escalate, as the Inhumans movie comes up and all of the yeah. the next revs of the Avengers and all that stuff, we're going to start to see these characters on uh, on the big screen, too, which um, is outrageous. Yeah, but Supergirl is supposed to be, it's supposed to be a TV movie first, and then it's going to be episodes after that. I, I think that's how it's going to work. Yeah, they probably have to prove um, it out. Yeah, so, I mean, okay, uh, speaking uh, of plot holes, though. Yeah. You want to talk about Chappie? Sure. Yeah, Chappie's <laughs> out today, uh, and uh, Kanata, I'm friends with uh, Jeff Kanata on Facebook and and, uh, Twitter, yeah. and in real life. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he he posted on Facebook, uh, Chappie is the dumbest movie I've ever seen, and I instantly had to come He's to its defense. But I think a lot of people are not going to like Chappie. Our review is up right now, I think, on EPN. It is. Uh, yeah. But uh, I. I don't, I don't, do I have a soft spot for Neil Blomkamp or do I just like his crazy sci-fi aesthetic and, and the, the reach that the I dude just, has for these new concepts? I, I had a good time. I think you're just in love with the idea of the movie because the idea is actually really cool. Yeah. It's so freaking cool. And I was also in love with it. Yeah. But you can't have this amazing idea and then have the shit story around it. 
I like the story, though. I like the story. I like the concept and the story and the, and Chappie and the relationship between Chappie and the humans. Maybe if, um, I mean, maybe if Sigourney Weaver and maybe, I just feel like those characters are completely wasted. They like are. Thrown in the garbage. Yeah. And maybe if they had different actors doing those parts, I just expected so much more. Well, I think this is the, the crux of the problem with indie um, imagination mm. hitting the big leagues. And I think that there is cause for concern with Blomkamp taking over Alien and the yeah. studio getting too involved in what he's going to do. Yep. But I think there are so many vested interests in a movie like Chappie and certainly with Elysium because there's all of these properties and brands in, in the persona and the people mm -hmm. that need to be uh, appeased yeah. with the way these things all come together. And he didn't have to face any of that with District 9, just like Ryan Johnson didn't have to face any of that with Looper, although JGL was... Movies. Yeah, those were both incredible. Actually, no, he had, he had Bruce Willis, too, and Emily Bruce, Blunt. Yeah. yeah, he did an amazing job with that. But, uh, yeah, with District 9, it was a once-in-a-lifetime kind of explosion of original ideas. And Chappie isn't that, but there's moments where it feels a little bit loosely constructed and and indie and grimy and dangerous there, there like that. There are a lot that. of things that don't make any sense. Lots of silly pseudoscience. A lot of things I, that I think make any sense. the idea of consciousness shifting is just such a ridiculous thing to wrap our brains around. Well, especially consciousness shifting from robot well, that's what's going to happen, but I'm, we can't but show that on screen. Right. Okay, it's fine. You know what? I don't yeah. need to, we don't need to get into <laughs> the heavy plot holes. But uh, the reason why I love it is because right now DARPA is working on robot dogs that will react if you try to kick them over, and you'll have sympathy. They're working on... Uh, I don't like that at all. But I, honestly, this stuff is happening right now, and there are major scientists all over the world freaking out over the ramifications of AI, which were on the precipice of... Uh, of saying, okay, go, you know, and we're also like gonna try to create big bangs and hadron, uh, the hadron collider. The collider. Uh, a lot of this technology is, is stuff that's sort of really current and really there, and the idea of a robotic police force and then a, uh, you know, a robot cop that that's sort a fantastic of idea. gets his own identity and becomes kind of a Pinocchio like creation inside yeah. of this, uh, this crazy. I love that. It was a Pinocchio-like creation. That's I, true. I, I loved all of that. And it wasn't perfect. that I did not like at all. Yeah. It wasn't perfect. Um, There's lots no, of wasn't. things that you. I think people are going to have a hard time with. But I like the kineticism and the, uh, and the craziness of it. I, I, I was uncomfortable, which I also really liked. I was uncomfortable, too. Uh, I enjoyed it sometimes. I did enjoy the fact that Diane Wood was in the movie. Yeah. And I think they're great and strange, and uh, people should know them just because they're so off like they're yeah. so out there um but they were too much of the movie yeah. and their music was i love their music but their music was too much in the movie and, and i just felt like it was one big it was like a documentary of diana i felt like they really lived in the hut that they were totally. living in like it was all about them and that, that was never explained like why do they have shirts with their faces on them why did they, like, yeah. that part was not explained at all yeah we and they all the, the real life tattoos that they have in yeah. the band I, I didn't i don't know them and i don't watch their videos and but i did like the zaniness of the performance and i, I was actually very impressed i don't know if people have seen this have i shown this off ever <laughs> i don't know you're rocking yeah this is uh, i saw these things on boing boing at, just as the team was coming up for the rocket and Reagan Awards yeah. last year, and I said, I'm going to get everybody one of these, and, <laughs> and this is an actual rocket and ray gun cup mug. 
<laughs> this is my mug. The, <laughs> this is my mug. Mm-hmm. I'm just with Saskatoon today, as <laughs> per usual. Uh, I've got to bring... No, there can only be one Rockin' Rigan mug at the office. Yeah, it's Vic, so it's I confusing. Yeah, Everybody's got one, but not everybody can use one. No. The other big... Uh, Vic's rules. The, 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 other, uh, the other big um, uh, co-star in uh, Chappie is Sony, because... They're obviously the studio behind it, but the PlayStation 4 has a big, oh, <laughs> prominent yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, you can do uh, a lot of stuff with a bunch of uh, PS4 stacked yeah, up. Yeah, I don't know if we want to... Okay, and and uh, <laughs> Sony Vio computer. Anywhere there could be a Sony brand, a little Sony brand uh, yeah. kind of creeps in. Although those product placements, that just reminds me of House of Cards, which we should, we should totally talk about as well. God. Because that's like Microsoft everything. Sure. Uh, Windows phones everywhere, and it made me miss my uh, Windows phone. On the App Store right now? Monument what? Valley, as seen on House of Cards. Of course, and Monument yeah. Valley in House of Cards. Of yeah. course, you know, um, he's a huge gamer. Right. Which is a Well big established. Part, yeah, yeah, which is a big part of uh, the show, but... He plays the Stanley, Stanley parable into the thing, in the he, show, too. And he, Yeah, but he loves, he loves Monument Valley, and he becomes obsessed with a video game critic, almost. He, yeah. he wrote about Monument Valley, and then he brought him into the fold. I mean, I don't want to spoil too much of the plot, but you should be watching House of Cards if you're not... Uh, unbelievable. It's incredible, unbelievable and show. they're so. And we're going to say this in the review. I don't know when it's airing, but they yeah. they're so comfortable in the skins of these characters by yeah. now. There's no, and we are too. Like we know totally. the nuances. We know what their their mean their their intentions are with the the flick of an eye. There's just incredibly gripping stuff, and it's small. It's intimate. There are no dragons. But I have that same creeping dread that I feel in House in uh, Game of Thrones that yes. some really evil thing is about to unfold, even though we're in like policy discussions well, and yeah. meetings between uh, you know Did you the ever United imagine Nations. Imagine you'd be so intrigued or so interested no. in any kind of political drama the way you are with this. No. And it's just the way, like yeah, there's a lot of politics happening, and you're just along for the ride for sure. But it's those moments away from the politics. Well, I love just with Claire. Yeah, and I love the artsy style they shoot this thing. Yeah. You know, and it's uh, it, 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 beautiful episodes unfold before your eyes in yeah. performance, production quality, and production quality. Oh God. Yeah, and you don't you don't expect ceiling. to be so caught up, but you are. You know, it's you are, really incredible. And it's so I've never I would never have imagined a relationship that could exist like their relationship. Yeah. I, I would never even think that could be a real thing, but yeah. they make me believe it. Yeah. That there really could be a power couple like this, and they feed off each other in that way, and there's no real heart or real like soul connection involved. Yeah. It's all business. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to me. Yeah. And how strong Claire is. My God. Well, it's clear character. that the characters have given up everything yeah. in their pursuit of this. Like yeah. Like the moral compass is completely... Just the pursuit of power. Yeah. And the, not yeah. happiness like that other terrible movie I wonder what real politicians have to think and say about this program you know yeah. right? like it must be a bit unnerving to watch it and to see how because it's not just the Underwoods it's almost right. every stripe of the personality within the political sphere it just seems you know ethically gray and yeah. totally devoid of uh, you know empathy it feels like you know like they feel like it's a weirdness it's a weird thing to have family or marriage yeah but the way they have to play to the public is like they have all those things but none of those actually exist in their incredible show so fantastic love our conversations around it love that i completely binged it all last weekend well and it also is i think it's as important as the sopranos was for hbo Mm -hmm. to the idea of 
and there's a lot more of this coming out, not just from Netflix, but from every, every uh, you know, Crackle and, and Amazon and everybody. But the quality bar is just right there. And yeah. this is a show that kind of highlights it. You know, you don't need to be coming through the traditional television spectrum to, to get to this kind of level of, uh, of connection. Incredible. And this is it. So uh, Scott's not here, as you can probably tell. I didn't notice. Because uh, he was at GDC all week, I think oh, he's yeah. en route back right now. He is, yeah. He, so we can hear about here. his uh, trying on the VR helmets because apparently that's all that happened at GDC was uh, VR. I know for a fact he is a fantastic story. <laughs> Does he really? Uh, I, yeah. I I, I've, I've been CC'd on some emails. <laughs> I I, uh, I sent him a text and okay. I said, "How was?" Uh, how was GDC? How is GDC going? Yeah. And I included a picture of a guy with a, oh. a VR helmet and two move wands. <laughs> I'm sure that made him really happy. <laughs> favorite oh, part. Oh man, I, I can't wait to hear. I, you know, I I know that that stuff's going to be cool. It's all coming. I can't yeah. wait to have it at home. We're never going to show me on TV in those damn things. I'm never going to be You're doing... You're never going to see uh, him on TV uh, doing it ever. I'm, never, I'm not going to do it. We're nope. probably going to do it with you. Obviously. All right. And Foobs. Sure. But probably Jones and I will Indeed. never be on TV wearing VR devices and waving wands and stuff like that around. But you'd be a lot cooler if you did. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe we will, but we'll be wearing like, disguise, must, mustache guys... disguises. Yeah, but why don't you just have like a, a VR that you just wear the VR headset? Like you're not, we don't see you without it on. So if it messes you, why don't your we hair make is messed. VR boy, the uh, the co-host on EP. Okay, I All love right. that. So All right, like, so it's like, VR boy. So just like on Top Gear with the Stig. Yeah, we'll just we're gonna have um, it's not Top Gear, it's EPN VR boy or something. Let's or, come up with a cooler name. Okay, um, and then we'll just say, "How's it going, VR boy?" And and they'll just say, "Whoa." Yeah, okay, I like that. Uh, so we'll be holding auditions for that yeah. if you want to step up to the plate. Okay. Or it also might just be Blake. Look at this. But, um, oh, my God. <laughs> if you like that idea, we haven't taken any questions at all. Yeah. Or we don't know what's happening in the chat. Oh. What is happening, Blake? Excuse what? And we have to thank Blake for the talking points, too, I just realized. Oh, yeah. Thank obviously. you, Blake. Blake is the man, if you don't know. You're welcome, Vic. Yes. He's the man with the voice, that fantastic voice, and also the hand. Did you show him the hand today? Yeah. Oh, there it is. There's... Yeah, buddy. I pinch your <laughs> face. I pinch. Uh, okay, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. we now know, comes out September 1st. There's going to be collector's yeah. editions and uh, extra content. I want to know how you guys feel about that. Like, should it have just been one game and not the two, like the episode coming out before the four I, I'm okay. I mean, they charge too much for uh, yeah. Ground Zeroes. And I, it was, I really had a fun time playing it. You know, you get through the end and it's like, oh, okay. And then you can play it again and again and but again. But do you think playing Ground Zeroes put some people off and they won't actually buy no, Phantom Pain? I think that the fans like me were mm -hmm. very appreciative of the new direction for the franchise because mm -hmm. it feels totally different. You don't feel, um, I mean, it's a big deal that this is so open and you can kind of approach every objective in whatever order you want. Okay. And you still have the... But it's like sandbox open. Like yeah, yeah. Smaller. I mean, you, you, it's, it's open in terms of direction and uh, freedom to roam. Yeah. Uh, but objective-wise, you can choose to, you know, focus on whatever objective you want and stack it all I up that like way. I do like that. 
And it's terrifying that it is that open. I mean, it yeah. always was anyways. You never wanted to, you know, have somebody dis discover you in one of those orange boxes. <laughs> but now they can come at you from every goddamn direction. Right. So it adds a whole new level of uh, tension. And I, I honestly was really on the edge of my seat when I played through Ground Zero. So I'm excited to get a real game, you know, to get the full thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. That game is tension. Yeah. That game is tension. Absolutely. It always has been, but <laughs> yeah. now it's going to be ratcheted up, you know, with better graphics. And uh, now it will be Kiefer Sutherland doing all the uh, the grunting and... Okay. And, ah! I feel like we should make a timeline or have a timeline painted, like a mural on the wall of, like, Snake and his journey. Like, who, and then who is whose clone? We tried to do that with Metal Gear Solid 4. We did oh the whole... Oh, my God. The making of on the, uh, on the history and... Yeah. And I wrote it all and did all the research. I can't did remember you? any of it. It was like going to school oh to, to learn all of the Metal Gear stuff. It's so yeah. intricate and so detailed. Blake actually could probably run it down. We sent Blake when we did the making of Metal Gear Solid 4. He lived in Japan oh for a God, week. Oh my God, I heard about this story. Yes. He was the first guy Jin probably to beat the game in the world. Because yeah. uh, he was, we, he was yeah. sent from here to work on the thing. Was... Oh, can we see you? I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Come on, roll on it. I, I, I was the <laughs> I was the first person outside of the development team to play that game from beginning to end. That's ex awesome. Excluding um, testers. That's the testers are sort of part of the development team. But so you like the and you and you didn't really know Metal Gear that well until that game, right? Uh, no, I did. I had played Metal Gear Solid two and three. Oh, you did. Okay, but cool. I mean, when they came out. Yeah. Um, but when in preparation for that documentary, I made sure to play through all of them. So I played through Metal, Metal Gear 1 and 2, Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, 3, and a lot awesome. of the other games. We sent the right guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you came back with an unbelievable appreciation for the franchise, and you were blown away by the game. Yeah, I, was, um, I got off the jet in Japan, jet-lagged, got to my hotel, dropped off my gear, and... Uh, Went to a little. Went to Konami in uh, in Tokyo. Yeah, big big building. And uh, Ryan Payton, the producer, you know, greeted me. Brought me down into a little room, and you can see these hallways in the documentary. They're like these long white hallways yeah. with no doors. Very Matrix-like. Wow. Yeah, and uh, locked me. Basically, put me in a little room um, with no windows, and I played through the game from beginning to end and recorded every minute <laughs> oh of it. And God. that's the footage. If you watch our making of Metal Gear Solid Four documentary. Um, whenever you see the game being played, that's me playing it. Amazing. So, and that was me playing it in Japan. Uh, what an uh, awesome experience that was. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, yeah, I hadn't been working for you very long at that point, so it was kind of like, oh, this is like great. an exciting adventure to Japan. It's a pretty cool job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for all of us, though, because we, I mean, it was the biggest thing that we'd ever done in terms of uh, scope and scale, and, and yeah. Konami uh, and, and the Kojima team gave us all of their... Uh, archive tapes that they had had for 15 years of being a, a, a you know a business including uh, stuff that they had shot in their old facilities in the south uh, southern part of Japan, I think in Osaka uh, or something like that yeah, wherever, wherever the earthquake yeah was. the earthquake yeah. was so they had footage of the of the office shaking and the destruction outside and we ran all of that stuff in wow. the uh, in the making of and we got a real sense of the uh, uh, of the effort you know and and the globe trotting and the crazy that goes Yeah, I met uh, uh, Peter Singer, who uh, now is, uh, at the time, he's always been a fellow at, at the Brookings Institute, and he's, uh, uh, so he is um, a commentator and a, uh, 
an observer of the military sort of uh, industry, the, mir the, the military industrial complex and, and, uh, and the DC politics uh, around all of this stuff and robotics and, and uh, automated, uh, all of this stuff feeds into my love of Chappie, by the way. Uh, but he was. All comes it, back to Chappie. But his whole uh, his whole sort of viewpoint was on uh, automation and robotics in in uh, military. So we got to interview him about where we're going because Kojima and his team always are trying to be a few steps forward of where the military actually is. Wow. So it was all really very well researched and it was incredibly illuminating. And so we were in D.C. shooting that. We were in Los Angeles shooting all of the uh, behind the scenes on the opening video sequences of Metal Gear Solid 4. It's unfortunate we're not doing the Metal Gear Solid 5 stuff. We did have, so I did have some cursory uh, discussions with, uh, with producers there. At least yeah. I don't think we are. Nobody's, nobody's confirmed that we oh. are. But uh, I, I also feel a little bit of a relief with it because I don't know if we could reach that level quite as yeah. effectively again because that almost killed us. I mean, we worked so yeah, damn hard heard, on that. Well, yeah, Ryan Payton told a nice story about that one. Yeah. One thing you can do, though, oh. if yeah. you go to Best Buy and EB Games and, you know, whatever game store, you can still find the Metal Gear Solid 4 making of Collector's Edition yeah. with our documentary on it. Yes. Oh, cool. So I, I strongly encourage you... <laughs> To, to pick up a copy because the documentary is very well It's amazing. Made. Yeah, we're very proud of it and we worked our asses off for it. And uh, Ryan Payton too. I mean, Ryan was our, was our uh, com uh, comrade in arms through all of that stuff. And he really, because it was a lot of, uh, you know, we had to translate everything into Japanese. Not and we had sleeping to, for days. And we had to make sure everybody was happy. And yeah. uh, they do not take anything seriously at Kojima Productions. They are, are not seriously. Not they, seriously, yeah. Yeah, they... they they do not take anything lightly Maybe. there. And we had to really uh, deliver something real, really top drawer. And also at the time, this was really sort of early days for the PlayStation 3, Blu-ray um, burning was a big deal. And oh, right, so yeah. we had to schedule time at Sony in Japan to be able to, uh, to cause we pro produced the whole Blu-ray, all of the menus, everything, they sort of get into everything. And um, so we had to, we had to really uh, work Hard, fast, long to get it all together. Anyways, Wait. all of yeah. that dovetails into how excited I am personally to play uh, Metal Gear 5. Okay. And I, I can't wait. I think they're going to make an uh, awesome game for us. Yeah, okay. I'm sure it'll be lovely. Yeah. Uh, other cool things. Wolfenstein okay. The Old Blood announced, which is uh, uh, another big success story from Bethesda. They, uh, they had an incredible game with the New Order. It was in our... Uh, Rocket and Raygun Awards. Yeah, there was uh, a lot of love for that. It's a great game. It's mm -hmm. awesome. And now the, we're going to have the standalone prequel, which is a smart way to do this. You don't need to have the new order. You can just get this thing and, and play sort of the, the lead up to what happened. I love that. Which is excellent. Fantastic. A great move, Bethesda. Shovel Knight's getting an expansion. And I know the uh, Xbox One is going to have some Battletoads action, which will make uh, <laughs> some people out there very excited. This was a rare title, I think. Did you ever play Battletoads? No. Did you have you seen the meme of uh, people calling game stores? Do you have Battletoads? <laughs> Do you guys no. have Battletoads in? Hi, I'm looking for Battletoads. Have you ever seen that thing? I think no. it's all over YouTube. Yeah, I want to be Battletoads. I really like Battletoads, and the, they're Star just Wars. yeah, it's they're just putting people through grief. But uh, I think Battletoads is coming back. I think that's what the deal is leading up to. Trine Three is announced, Ooh. which uh, is pretty damn rad. Uh, yeah, you know what, Vic? We mm -hmm. haven't taken one question. I, well, this I'm gonna work. Time. I'm gonna work through this real quickly. Okay, fine. And uh, okay. the last thing on the notes here, uh, there's two other things. Rock Band Four. Oh yeah. 
I, thing. I think there's a latent level of excitement to have the experience of playing rock band again meshed with much skepticism because we got burnout on the last uh, rock band go-round and, and Guitar Hero go-round, right? I, uh, Did you I just, stop having fun when you played it? Look, I didn't stop having fun. I just got sick of it. That's all. I'm yeah. Just like everyone else. It was just like this trend. I just feel like it's not time yet. Yeah. And I am sorry... Guys at Harmonics, I love you. Yeah. I just, I don't think it's time. I feel like we need to wait a little bit longer to actually get some nostalgia they got, for it. They got their work go cut out for them at E3, don't they? They, they got to really they, they gotta knock our... I mean, it's going to be... I'm not saying it's not going to be fun. It's at PAX East right now, which we're not at, because they... they, they I, who schedules these things? I'm amazed by the people that have gone to GDC and now are going to PAX East. That's amazing. I don't know how you're getting any sleep at all. Yeah. I hope you it's going to be there, cars. though. I think people are going to be seeing it and talking about it. So we'll see what happens there. But yeah. I, at E3 this year, I think they got they got their work cut out for them because they used to own this kind of rock stage at E3 for so many years. Sure, and that's the thing, Vic, is that it, they make good games. Like they're not good and they're yeah. not fun. It's just even the Fantasia game, fun. It was yeah. really fun. Yeah. But nobody's really playing or talking about it, which no. is unfortunate. But they're good quality games. Well, we love them. We do. And I want it to be successful. I so do I. For them. But I want me to have as much fun playing it as I did when I played sure. Rock Band 2. I two. also don't really want more plastic in my home. Yeah. But maybe I do because I have this. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, just so you guys know, Jose is very excited for Rock Band 4. Yeah, yes, I know Jose he is. is. I know he is. But he loves all... He's awesome at the game, too. He's always been excellent at... Uh, is well, he in the chat right now? He's good at video games, period. Love you, foobs! Uh, he was hanging out with Scott. Yeah, and he's, he was shooting for us at, uh, at GDC, so you're going to be seeing some FUBAR action in EP very soon, some more FUBAR action. I wonder action. if he saw Scott with the VR headset on. <laughs> I want photos. <laughs> uh, and the Expendables TV show. Oh, God, that's hilarious. It's in the works. I know that you were... <laughs> I'm pitching so, that yeah. and so happy and so yeah. excited you were talking to all the networks why don't you guys make an Expendables TV show I'd love to watch so that every all week. the letters yeah uh, so I, who do I they get know. they get they I get uh, it's if it's TV they, they can't get all of these these former AAA blockbuster hero well, type the point? they'll get the AAA former TV so like MacGyver and crap oh is that, is that what we're going to get on TV? We're going to get... Uh, I would like to see that. Oh, like the guy that played Wise Guy. Who else Who else should be on there? Oh, um, everybody that wasn't Johnny Depp on 21 Jump Street is uh, going to be in the Expendables TV show. You, you could have Scott Bakula from Quantum Leap Scott and Star Trek Enterprise. <laughs> we're making an awesome idea here. That's the way to do it. You could have Tommy Tellerico, former, Tommy. Uh, former EP no, uh, action star. Yeah. No. Oh. Uh, then the question, where's Tommy, will always be answered. Yeah, true. And I don't, I don't want that to be the case. It should be Victor TV Lucas, show. really. Well, Victor I'm, Lucas I'm still, be... I have a job. No, yeah, you have a job. These yeah. people still have jobs. Yes. All the people that we saw in Expendables 3 still have jobs. True. They, you know, were just also kicking ass on I don't, I don't know if I want to be looped in with MacGyver and such. Okay, fine. Well, you're right. You'll need to get you need to get like more facial injections and yeah. whatever the heck those guys are doing in Expendables 3. <laughs> more facial injections? I said some. Okay. All did, right. I, did I say some? I think you said more. I don't, I don't know what you're... <laughs> I don't know how you're staying so young, Vic. <laughs> these, <laughs> these cheeks are all natural, baby. I didn't just create these things. You, you do the lip injection. Yeah. yeah I know. Yeah, I did. 
Okay, and that's I think that's that's it for our rundown. Okay, so we can take questions. Uh, now Nintendo. Uh, oh no, not yet. <laughs> Nintendo sent us Mario Party Ten. Yeah, to go along with this. Mario Party Ten. Ten, everybody. Holy Did you think crap. there were ten of them? No, but I'm really excited. My first Mario Party experience was with the GameCube. I I think I liked like one or two of these games, so we'll see. We'll see. I like Mario Party. We'll see. Maybe the Amiibo makes this interesting, but I, I, I can't believe we're at Mario Party 10. But it's the same. It gives you the same feeling as Mario Kart, though, because you feel like you're winning, you're winning, you're winning, then all of a sudden some asshole with the blue yeah. shell yeah. shoots it, and you're done. You're at the back of the pack. It's the same thing with Mario Party. You feel like you're on a roll, Yeah. and then, you know, Bowser comes along and just Fs your shit up. I, yeah, I'm looking forward to... Uh, because my wife doesn't really play games with me. Yeah. You know, I'm looking forward to Ruby growing up a little bit, and we we play uh, some of this stuff together a little bit. Marcy and, could play Mario Party and with it, you. And it gets a little competitive. Did did you like when you played Mario Party? Would you and your uh, yeah. boyfriend play? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And definitely. Get into it. Definitely get yeah. into it. Yeah. Those these are the games that couples play together. Okay. And these are what I don't know. I just feel like couples that play together really do stay together. So I, I mean, you and Marcy yeah. are pretty much set in stone. But if you play video games, I it mean, would be better, yeah. the bond would just be. That you much you hear that, Marcy? <laughs> I'm Marcy, play Mario Party. It's really a lot of fun. You guys can do it as a little fam well, jam. Uh, do your Friday uh, night uh, movie nights? Do you like Friday night um, Mario? Game nights, yeah. 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 Mario Party 10. Sorry, Marcy, if you don't yeah. want to do this, I apologize. Yeah. Well, it, it could be, be a lot of fun. any number of awesome games that we could play together. I like yeah. this idea. It doesn't yeah. have to be movie nights. It doesn't have to be. Oh. Or do like Friday movie nights, Saturday game nights. Okay. Just something fun. Oh, and that's I, what the thing is. It's fun for the whole family. That's I do have a Mario toy Party. break, too. Oh, there's we, also a toy break. We, we have, have taken zero questions still. Sorry, I'll be quick. Okay. Uh, I posted this on Instagram yesterday. Oh. It, look at how awesome look these things. Look at his ad-at. Look at these things. This is uh, the new uh, Micro Fighter um, ad-at and uh, Snow Speeder. So I've been recreating the Battle of Hoth on my desk. I love these things because they take half an hour to, to, or less to put together. And they're they're fun. They're really well designed, and they're cheap. Yeah. And the Lego's expensive, so I'm, I'll, I'll show I, you. Uh, guys. There's a rapper in Toronto named Word Burglar. Oh yeah. And he has a song called uh, "Where's My Ad At At." Look at how cool these things are. And it's pretty freaking clever. It's pretty dark. Um, right, yeah, it's okay. dark though. Okay. Right. So that was Toy Break, everybody. That's toy Break. Well, right we there. had two because we had Amiibos. Yeah. Amiibos and no. I, well, I like Amiibo Friday. Hey, do you do you guys Nintendo? remember do you guys remember Polly Pockets? Yeah, guys. <laughs> how many po how many Polly Pockets did you have? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anybody got a, a question? Okay, um, I have some questions here, Victor, from the chat. Okay. What's up? Thanks for joining us, everybody. Yeah. Appreciate no, we, that. Don't don't leave yet, everybody. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this you sort of touched on this in your GDC talk earlier yeah somebody wants to know what are your biggest reservations about vr uh, my biggest o other than your hair getting yeah my hair and I, i'm sorry i talk about it so much but this it's a big uh, deal though i, I don't it's i mean it's just it's like i i really equate like the hair thing it's like i wouldn't go to a party and put on hats and walk and around hey can i try on your hat can yeah, i try on your yeah, hat yeah. and then everyone else had you know, on you'd, be just all squished and floopy uh but uh <laughs> Uh, no, my biggest reservation about VR is the the navel gazy quality of it, and the idea that the experience is so personal and so uh, you know 
closeted. Yeah. And we've worked so hard as a as a as a game industry and a community that loves video games to expose the medium to new people and to yeah. get people playing together. And I think when you invite somebody over to your house and you say, "Hey, you want to play VR games with me?" Well, that would never be a thing. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think I mean, it it's going to be fun to show off. Everybody that that's into it, like like Ben Silverman has loved it, and Steve has all talked about no, it. it is really freaking cool. But don't Absolutely. you want other people to experience but, it after? Yeah, so it is like trying on people's hats, really, because you're going to give them your VR to try on and then have that experience in your yeah. home. And then it's cool. It's very cool because the first time you jump into something, it blows your mind. Yeah. But I'm just concerned about when... Um, the sparkle wears off. So it's really cool. We're doing this. We're in a world now, but maybe we should also go outside. That's, I mean, that's absolutely a concern I have too. Like I already feel like there's enough screens in our life that yeah. take away uh, the ability to disconnect and just be outside and enjoy fresh air and do things. Yeah. But, and so we're constantly surrounded with this stuff all the time. And now we're just going to put it inches from our face and, and be right there with it. Yeah. And really... Like, the world is is more amazing than the virtual world. It's true. And we need to hang on to that. But the other thing that I, I, I that freaks me out about VR is uh, there's other ways to approach it, like HoloLens, which actually looks really cool and exciting and less intrusive and more inclusive. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it feels like that's technology that... that uh, like that's visor type technology that doesn't freak me out quite as much because yeah. you can kind of share and showcase what you are experiencing through a monitor feed or whatever. And yeah. I don't think a VR monitor feed really does justice to it, you know? Right. You know, like if we showed on EP footage of people playing a VR game, it would look like any other game except that the viewpoint would be a little bit more. Yeah, like this, and a little bit, yeah, I get a little motion sickness as well. I mean, yeah. I didn't when I tried the Oculus on, which is fantastic. But uh, now I just did an interview with the guy that made a virtual reality movie. Yeah, yeah. And so people are going to have these solitary experiences when they go to the movie. Like they have to put these goggles on yeah. to like be in the movie and look around and you're a part of this world that's happening. But I just don't, I don't know if I want that experience. I feel like I don't want that experience and yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm really scared about our future, if this is where we're going, if we're gonna be all so introverted in these little I mean, 3D glasses are a pain in the ass. Now we're yeah. gonna put a screen on a monitor, on this big thing that yeah. has to strap all over, and like, that just seems... I know, seems... the 3D thing, I just feel like, I thought it was a gimmick that was gonna go away. Yeah. And it just seems to still be here, so... I, I mean, I, I think I'll love, I'll love it. I, I will sit down and I'll play sure. a space simulator and go, yeah. Oh my God, I'm oh, in, I exactly. think I'm going to love that. Oh but... my God, playing Elite Dangerous with this thing on? Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. But I'm also scared of what, what happens, because I get addicted to things. Yeah. So what happens if I'm the next... Um, Whatever, I can jump into Skyrim. I love these fantasy worlds, right? And yeah. so I'm living in this, and I love my character, and I love everything about it. I will live in this world. I will not bathe. Yeah, and I wonder if it's the same kind of um, generational kind of sort of distance mm -hmm. that was a part of games just emerging to begin with, you know, because right. here was a, 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 a generations of people that had been used to sedentary entertainment, passive, yeah. just sitting back and watching it. All of a sudden, Atari blips on and it's a huge phenomenon and yeah. you know the younger crowd is really sort of gravitating towards it and I, I wonder if there was this real aversion to uh, spending so much time with 
I mean, I, I, my, my mom was really accepting of it and she encouraged me to sort of follow my passion around all this stuff. I mean, she saw me spending a fortune on all these gaming magazines and I had my buddies over every day, every week. Uh, she wanted to charge me for the electricity though. She, oh, right. Of she course. She was like, yeah. what are you, you're always playing games. You're going to start Passing paying for the, line, yeah. might be the roots of the electric playground name. Anyways, <laughs> I, I, uh, I wonder if this, but I don't know. I'm, what do you guys think? Do you think ga- that VR is, is it the future of games? Is it, is then, it what the, the next level what of games are? And what would you be investing in? Like, I'm not going to invest in every single kind. Like, I'm not going to do Sony and then Oculus too, right? and then Google's like, I just, it's too, yeah. it's too much. It's the VHS beta war again. You're going to have a whole shelf filled with different goggles. Totally. Well, good question. Like? Jose is in the chat as, well, as you know. Sup, and, Jose. Um, He's very excited for 3D because he's tried it. In he's very excited for VR. Or for, excuse me, for VR, yes. Yeah, yeah. Foobs is? Yeah. Yeah, I and think it'll be fun. I think what we should do is when Foobs uh, tries VR, we should all go to, over to his house and laugh at him and point, <laughs> and, and point at him. You know what, though? He'd be really entertaining to watch. <laughs> yes, he would. No matter what, because he yeah. would be, like, we'd guess. He that, will also that's be. That's what we should be doing. It's VR charades. We have to guess where he is and what he's doing. Well, just based off his it will reactions. also always be porn with with food. Well, that's the thing too, right. and that's something that Ben Silverman brought up the yeah. last time I talked to him about it. Like this, they're gonna sell a lot of these things yeah. because of porn. Yeah. Which goes back to the whole perp thing that we were talking about in the beginning of this episode. <laughs> Beard porn? I don't know. Maybe could be a thing. Any other questions? Um, queries? Somebody asked, "What were you more disappointed by, Evolve or the Order?" And the premise of that question might be a little flawed because I don't think you were disappointed by Evolve. No. Were you? No. You weren't. Scott was. Uh, well, I was disappointed. You were? Uh, but, uh, yeah, I was a little disappointed with the Evolve, with Evolve. I think it's a very cool game. I just think that there's just a not enough game there, you know? And when you play... And this was really pointed out this week because Call of Duty, uh, mm-hmm. we, we um, were, were reviewing Havoc, and I'll just tell you, I freaking love it. It's so really fun. cool. It's the so uh, when you look at Call of Duty Advanced Warfare against something like Evolve or even Titanfall, mm-hmm. it's like unbelievable value in that core game. I mean, the, the single player is really fun in Call of Duty and the, uh, the extras and the multiplayer, amazing. And then they have this whole zombie mode with zombies with exoskeletons and John Malkovich yelling, I want to fucking kill this thing. I mean, it's just so fun and zany and like silly Bill and Paxton's crazy. Paxton's in my video game. Uh, yeah, and Bill Paxton's I'm awesome like, in the thing. Uh, so Evolve has some great personality and it's fun and the monster stuff is fun and I like the weapons. I love being the robot and ripping everything, my head off and doing the UAV stuff. Um, but yeah, it, was, it wasn't it was the full meal deal. Yeah, you felt you really should feel like you're a monster when you're a monster and you don't. Yeah, and you know what would be great is if they had the order and evolve as one game. Okay, you know? that would be that would interesting. Be, pff, there's there's a game, you know, but the order also feels like less even. It's it's more of just a sketch of a game than That's evolve. That's really disappointing because yeah. both of these games were, I mean, hyped over the moon. You finish the order and you go, what? Oh God. That's it. It's so but, sad. But at the, like, like it's just so. It's just a, like this little trifle, you know. You and then you see the credits. The credits are almost as long as the goddamn game. You're <laughs> sitting there watching the thing, going, "Oh my God, look at all these people! They killed themselves to make it." Uh, and it's uh, that's it. You, that's your game. I felt you, like I, I walked around the block and shot oh some no. some creatures for a did second. Did you like the music? 
music, though? I loved all of the production. The production was okay. really beautiful in that game. I didn't like that they kept the, uh, the widescreen oh. to 35 to 1 kind of perspective the yeah. whole time. It was like, mm -hmm. why, why can't I watch the whole, like, right. see the whole thing in 16 by 9? I don't know if that was a frame rate or resolution issue that they had there, or, That's such a shame. or an effect. But I was I was very disappointed with the order. But I do want people to play it because it's not now. Wait till it goes way down in price. Wait till uh. um, you, you can buy it used, um, because it's so beautiful, you know, and it really can sp speak to where games as a cinematic medium are going. So then it could have been made into an animated show. Yeah, but even then it's boring. Like the story oh. is not good enough that it's it's uh, it's a mistake. Oh no. It's uh, it's a It's really disappointing. It's a big letdown. The Evolve is nowhere near as disappointing as, much of as a letdown. Order, okay. No way. So, it's also not as good as uh, Titanfall. Though. Titanfall Oh, Titanfall really is so much fun. It stands the test of time even though it was just multiplayer, still super cool and fun to jump into that sucker. I loved it. Yeah. I have a very interesting one here, although I'm sure you've probably addressed it at some point in the mm -hmm. past. Um, how did you come come up with the name The Electric Playground? Uh, you know what? That was that's a, That is a good question, and I probably have answered it at a panel or something like that, but uh, I, I wanted a name that wasn't constraining to video games. I didn't want people that had an aversion to the phrase of video games. Mm -hmm. And part of it was the um, in Canada we had this show called Video arcade top 10 <laughs> and, and, top and 10. I was in my 20s when that show was on the air on YTV here and it yeah. was a pretty big phenomenon I think it lasted like seven or eight years maybe more but I hated it I, I hated it was bad. the uh, you know Nintendo was a sponsor of that show just like they're a sponsor of ours thank you Nintendo love you uh, but uh, they uh, uh, were basically an infomercial for Nintendo and said anything that they wanted them to say and oh, see, no. and he just had a bunch of hosts that were like reading the back of the box and there was no like information about how this stuff got made or who made it or why it's valuable in your life or you know and it was just so small and it was meant for kids but it was just marketing yeah. marketing 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 and I I hated it and I thought there has got to be a better way to talk about this medium and the other cool things that gamers are into yep. that you know was more inclusive and so I, I wrote down a hundred names of different types of things I can't remember any of the other ones but the one that I kept circling back to was the electric playground and I That's think maybe brainstorm everyone yeah and I think the uh, the electric um, company and the and electric circus I yeah. think oh I, yeah I, that I went, was the thing that was on much music yeah yeah it was much music they weren't influences but they what they did to me for me was they they showed the permanence of electric. And I, mm. you know, I also saw that, um, you know, electric is like you, you introduce that, that term yeah. into something and it's a, it, it, no pun intended, it amplifies it a little bit, you know, it's yeah. a spark, right? So, uh, like yeah, you, and we've had some, some criticism and some feedback, a lot of, um, especially when we broke into the U.S., uh, uh, on uh, regular broadcast stations like WABC in New York and, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, some of the, the local affiliates across the, the country, yeah. um, the, which skew, broadcast skews a little older and a little more female. And I think they were a little concerned that the electric playground was a little too... Uh, Didn't jump at them. Well, it was a little too youth-oriented. Oh, and okay. it, it sounded like it was a little too young-sounding. 
Um, so they that that was part of the roots and genesis of us talking about the show as EP Daily. Mm -hmm. We also did EP Daily because we were going daily in 2008. We wanted to be distinctive about the fact and 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 tell everybody every day that this was on every day. Right. Uh, but. Uh, uh, I'm really proud of the Electric Playground as a brand. I really like it. And, and the other reason why I, I came up with that name, too, is that I've always dreamt of having a physical location. I've talked about this a little bit, too, but I've always wanted there to be an actual Electric Playground that uh, we could all go to to work, and then other people could come and visit it. That and, would be and cool. There kind of is in the office, but... Uh, but for everyone. Yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to open that up. So if anybody has a, millions of dollars... Yes, and, I'd like to uh, invest in this electric playground. ...would like to have a physical location, uh, probably in Vancouver, reach out. Vancouver's a cool town. Also send us Amiibos on Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, we just have a few minutes left. Oh, okay. But so, a lot of people are asking about the new time. Oh, what did uh, you say? The new time. The new time. Because we started at two today. Yes. Oh, the new three. time. I saw. I'm sorry. I thought that was the name of a new movie. It, no. do, are people displeased with the new time? Is oh. everybody okay with the new time? Uh, we, I don't know. Can we say the reason why? Oh man. No. It's very personal. It is very personal. So maybe we won't. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's well, an adorable it, thing, though. It, it does give people, you know, a chance to go out on Friday night, right? Well, if sure, it's not yeah. later I mean, yeah. oh I mean, us you mean I mean the audience and the audience yeah. too uh, uh, it gives you a chance to have well, you're this, in the east coast yeah Scott would like us to be earlier yeah, yeah let's blame Scott yeah, but even then earlier than two but we want to yeah, he wants it to be like at noon yeah we but I feel like people it, I know it's tough there's no perfect time and we don't all there live together in a house you know sometimes no. I wish we were 20 and all doing this you know, we don't. that would We're be not. awesome. And it, we, it would be and fun. And then we just roll out of bed, you know, I like would. the kind of funny guys. I think they all live together, they right? They do, yeah. I would, just turn uh, it on. Yeah, well, Greg and Colin, I live together for sure. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, that would be fun, but I would kill you guys. Yeah, no. And, uh, and so you'd kill me. There's a lot of things to balance. Uh, and uh, one of them is, uh, yeah, my, my uh, daughter has signed up for tap dancing. And, uh, that is so sweet. And uh, if we started it at three... Uh, it would be a little bit too late Dad for me to make it in time. It. Yeah. And so these uh, are really important years. That's that's part of it. It's not the only reason, but that's part no, of it. No, but that is part of it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Also, of course, everybody, um, if you do miss Vic's Basement Live, you can always watch it again on EPN.TV. and good. And our YouTube channel, which also oh, has... Oh, we're doing it on YouTube Yeah, it's yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, sign up for the YouTube channel, please. Subscribe to that. Subscribe, yeah. And yeah. EPN, uh, EP Network TV. Or no, no. The YouTube channel is EPNDOTTV. Okay. I'll, I'll link to it in the chat in a second. Perfect. Perfect. And the other thing, we have an announcement too. If you've been sticking with this for the whole show, and thank you for doing that, by the way. Starting Monday, uh, I don't know what day it is on Monday. What's the date on Monday? I don't know. Uh, Monday is the 9th. March 9th, 1 p.m. every day, we are streaming brand new episodes of EP Daily. And one to three to four to f maybe five of us will okay, be well in the chat room. Five is, five is a stretch. Well, five is a stretch. I'm not going to... Yeah. Three is a stretch. Won't promise, five is a real stretch. Promise at least one of us. Okay. We'll be there every day in the chat for the, uh, the airing of the episode on, uh, on Twitch. So please come back and join us. And if you want to chat and, and ask us anything ask while us we're watching. Yep. about the stories. About, Ream us uh, out for how, uh, review scores if sure, you want. Sure. And how, ask us how it smelled in the studio at that moment. <laughs> Farty. Um, super farty. <laughs> uh, always super farty. Uh, no, but I think it'll be a lot of fun. Cool.
All right. Oh, and then oh, follow EP Daily on Instagram. Yeah. Because Blake's been taking some really great shots. Yes, he has. And um, like behind the scenes shots too, which I think are really cool. Lots of history. A lot is, of history. Which yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You can you can find our Instagram at Instagram.com/epdaily. Wow. Yeah, are we gonna have to like create graphics to show all the things <laughs> that we do now? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. We'll do it. Mondays at one, mon at Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. That means Vic's basement is still at 2 p.m. next week. Scott uh, will be there every day. Yep, yeah, uh, Scott will be there every day by his computer, <laughs> waiting for you. No, no uh, Jose, you're in the chat. You're gonna be there, okay, bud? Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. No, we'll be chatting with you guys. <laughs> looking looking you. forward to that. Looking forward to uh, instant feedback on the shows. Yeah. And uh, if you've got good ideas, we will steal them and put them into the no. show. No. Uh, we will we listen steal. to your feedback. Yes, we will. And we're still going to look for that VR boy or girl. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a thing. How about VR boy and VR girl? Okay. Or how about like... Okay. No, you know what? We won't get into that. VR dog. <laughs> <laughs> you forget it. We're not hiring anyone. We're just going to get an animal in here. Yoshi says, thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, thanks, guys. Peach says, thanks for watching, too. I don't know Stitcher. Thanks for watching. We will see you next week. Vic's Basement would like to thank its sponsors, EB Games, Nintendo, Xbox, and Game Launch.